Hey everyone, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events hopefully going to be happening very soon in and around the Central Florida area. Your host today, as always, is Tony with my boy Nix. That's right. Now that Nix we change, in the house. Now that we change your name. Yep. yep. Nicodemus is getting tired of that. Good Don't thing worry. Changed it. Give me a couple months. I'll probably be known as uh, Lord Nikon. Lord Nikon. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. That's where my infatuation with uh, Angelina Jolie started. Really? Yeah. I think that's why I infatuated when the girls with short hair started. Oh, really? Well, I have a thing for girls with short hair. I don't know why it is. If you have a face that can pull off short hair, I think that's gorgeous on a woman. Mine's are, are girls that are, have curly hair and glasses and have like skill like in bakery. I like they could oh. be a bakery. <laughs> Well, there's there's In two the sides the culinary. There's, arts. A, there's two <laughs> sides of my little obsession coin, right? So there's either girls that have short hair that can have a face that looks good like that. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a tomboyish thing that I have into. But also the flip side is the other thing that gets me is girls that have that kind of lionesque hair that like just like overpowers their face. Yeah. Okay. Remember, remember the. Uh, the secretary or the, the assistant to the mayor in uh, um, Powerpuff Girls. Oh, okay. Yeah, she has like that. Yes. That, that. And not necessarily okay. redhead, but yo, just girls that have that just kind of that lines made yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's hot. Yeah, that's completely <laughs> with you on that one. So how's everything else this week? Good, man. Just keeping my rhythm going, man. Just I feel like every day is like my own school. The what? I like I, I kind of put myself in like I have my routine of like the way I call it classes for me. Mm-hmm. So I try to sketch one. I kind of stretch for like an hour. I try to I'm trying to learn how to do Illustrator for like an hour. Um, and then I try to uh, learn how to do Borderlands for an hour. Yeah, compar- compartmentalize everything. Yeah. So a little I'm, bit you spend a little bit of everyone. That's what I I normally do. I'll take. I usually do when I draw when I'm on Illustrator. Mm-hmm. I usually jump on. Uh, twitch okay. and i usually watch other people use illustrator or drawing techniques and i just i talk to them while i while i work on my stuff or i'm on pinterest and for inspiration to work on my drawings so yeah and then i take an hour of call of duty or whatever video game i'm playing talking about video games mm-hmm. so what you got uh which is this is they just announced like probably like a i think today or the day before or yesterday um playstation so if you have playstation plus uh, they give you two free games, okay. Um, every every month that you could download for free and play it. Well, okay, this is obviously based on a pool of maybe older games. I'm guessing. Yeah, older games. These are are like sometimes they're indie games or games that are just fell under the radar. Mm-hmm. So last month, I think they they just killed it, or it was a. I think it was the worst selection for personally for me. So it was like a a Sims, sim, not a Sims, like uh. It one I know one was a farming simulator. Literally, is you just farm. Okay. Like you have a plower, and that's all it is. There's nothing else but to build a farm. Okay. And the other one was like a city building. You remember that? I, I think it's Sim City. They what that the people you know how you remember you used to yeah, build yeah. a city and there's like a tornado and those are the only two games they provided last so month. So let me ask you a question because you brought up something right now with the, with the, what the selection you were mentioning, and I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. Just just I, I can't help it. Because Sims, right? You mentioned Sims, yeah. and you mentioned a lot of like those interactive games. Um, is there any of those games that, that right now is is popular, 
Like something where you live in that world. You live in that world? Like you build it and you live in it? Well, no, no, not like you build it, but like, remember Second Life, there was Sims, even World of Warcraft. I would just, I, I just, you just got me thinking like it, those games exist, but they're not necessarily popular. Yeah. Is there a popular game now um, that exists that where people interact and kind of live in that game at that time? Like you can walk around, you can do whatever and interact. Not, not any that I could think of that are on my radar. I feel because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not into simulated like yeah I'm, I'm guessing uh, a lot of people are not into it, I guess because you don't hear about it as much yeah but there's a, there's a lot that has like Destiny is mm-hmm. one of them that you could just go into the game and you'll fun run into other players well run into other players game. but you're what I mean is like one that you don't necessarily have to like there's no actual like thing you have to do. Like you don't necessarily have to go in there to fight other people. You don't necessarily have to go in there to. Oh, then no, I don't. Like know. it's literally just walking around and just kind of interacting, however you use, you choose. Like take missions, whatever. Yeah. So okay, but I um just curiosity I had, but and your final thought. I'm sorry, you said that those were the bad selections. They, those were really like I guess everybody complained about it because they were like it's usually like an action game or yeah, and like the month before. It was Journey, mm-hmm. no, Journey and uh, Nathan Drake, the one that you downloaded, Yeah, was free because of the whole COVID thing. But I'm trying to remember, was, there was one, a rally race, and another game that they provided. I'm like, all right, they're 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 not probably titles I'll normally play, but I'll download them and just give them a sh- chance. Like These, I didn't even bother to look at, like not even close. So this month, they're releasing um, Call of Duty World, uh, World War II. Which came out like two years ago, which okay. is a triple A title. So it's it's rare that they're coming out with a triple. No, it's not rare because they do come out with triple A titles. It's just that it was like they're trying to make up for that that bad selections that they did last month to come up with this one, which See, is but funny. The only thing that gets me about it is, although it was a great title, I'm sure it was a great game. Yeah. Right now, Call of Duty is is pretty pretty big. Like a lot of people like that. Oh, it's always big. Exactly. No, no, no. I mean that is always big, but the current the current inter- 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 iteration is huge. Like it's yeah. it's um that's all. They basically like that's sixty percent of my memes. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not and just videos and tutorials. But it's not just because it's a game that exists that everybody likes. But it seems like it's because it's like Fortnite, where it's everybody can go in there for free, and then develop characters. So the question I have is, is that game really as um because you have this brand new more updated version of the game that's free is that game really like has the same value as it should uh like do i do i really care to get that game at this point no because if if you're into that time for that time piece so for nostalgic reasons not nostalgic well if you if you're in yeah well nostalgic or just because you like games that are set in the world world two era so, because the, the the weapons are different and the mechanic. Mm. Are, okay, could, I forget that the, 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 it was different themes. Yeah. So yeah, they had different. They have like modern warfare, advanced warfare, which was like mm-hmm. you could like slide against walls in one of them, and so so they they have different variations of like either pre like during war times. Mm-hmm. They have like a Vietnam one uh, at one time. So yeah, so this one was it's fun. It's like the the. The I I played I had I had it, and the story mode was was fun for me. I enjoyed it. I always enjoyed a good story mode. It's funny because you say that like 
I feel like that iteration was the one that came up most in pop culture. Because again, I don't, I don't, I don't play, uh, I don't play Call of Duty, you know. But I do, you know. I, I listen to things like so. For example, I think that particular iteration of Call of Duty was referenced in. You better say it was. You said it was only two years ago, which I was. I want to say two to three years ago. Because I, I was thinking that that might have been the iteration that I remember referenced one time, and they were making fun of it in South Park. And I think they were making fun of it. But this is, I'm thinking, uh, The Office, but you're saying, no, this is older. No, the one I'm thinking, obviously, the episode. Uh, the one of, that you're talking about. Is yeah, from, the episode yeah. is older. It's yeah. old. Yeah, it's old. It's a, one of the, or not early, but one of their older titles. But they haven't released a second game. So I just thought it was funny that they, they, they were like, we're going to release this game just because it's a AAA title. And we know that some people that didn't play, did, didn't buy the game at the time, could play it. Oh, I just feel like maybe it was, um, it's kind of like a way to try to win points, but at the same time, you're not really giving up anything. Yeah. Um, no, because uh, out of all the games, I, I've down, I've been downloading a bunch of different games, um, especially the ones that are like on sale or cheap, whatever. Just check yeah. it out. And I told you the, the other day, um, the Jason Voorhees, the Friday the 13th one, I yeah. thought... I thought the idea, the concept was wonderful, but it was boring. Like so, I, and, and that's what upset me because I'm like, oh man, I was really into it, but then it just felt boring. And then I did, uh, <laughs> did Uno. Uno. You remember I did? I bought. I downloaded Uno. You downloaded Uno. Yeah, I downloaded Uno. <laughs> it was a PlayStation know. game called Uno. I didn't know. It that. was literally just a card game. Because I've been thinking about that. I've been wanting to play with friends. Obviously, the social distancing. You know, I have yeah. to keep my distance. So I was looking for a way to do it, and I was like, I saw that PlayStation had this game, either cheap or free. So like, let me check it out. But yeah, it's is this you playing Uno by yourself? Well, I mean, you're playing against a computer in this iteration. I was hoping to hopefully get other people to play jumping in, but um, uh. yeah, it was. It's not the same as what I thought it was gonna be, especially <laughs> when using a controller to pick cards and stuff like that. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not fun. It's not ideal. No, no, no. <laughs> no. So no, I would I would like a better title because I did like the um, and I've never played it before the. Um, the one you recommended that I beat the all three, Nathan uh, Drake. Nathan Drake, or, yeah. or but it was a there's a different different title. It's um, uh, um Unbound or whatever. I forgot the, the actual title of the, the game. Uncharted. Uncharted. Yes. Okay, I was just giving you a chance to. Oh, to... so I was just I'm blanking. <laughs> when I blank, it's, it stays blank. No, no, it's fine. But um, so go all right. So yes, getting leading out of that. Okay. So there's one thing that caught my attention the past couple of days. Okay. And it's 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 I think it's gonna be the first time we've seen it, per se. I think if I'm gonna see, uh, I like firsts. What you for, got? All right. So Tom Cruise. Okay. All right. He's making a movie. I'm trying to remember who's who's the director, but mm. he's working with NASA and Elon Musk that he's gonna be filming in, in the space station. So he's gonna do a movie in outer space, being in outer space. Yes. I, f- I feel like that <laughs> sounds cooler than it might actually be. Yeah. No, because, okay, what was that movie with Sandra Bullock that actually, like, not that it took place in space, but it was Gravity? the most accurate, I guess you want to call Gravity? it? Gravity? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so so he's working. So, uh, NASA's, so there's a tweet go went out that says, NASA's excited to work with Tom Cruise on a film abroad the space station. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's working with them and Elon Musk to do it. Oh, so. man. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. But you think <laughs> you think about it. Look at, um, I guess that's an indication of where our society is right now. 
Because basically, like, I, I don't know. I feel like if you were to go, let's say, 1980s or something like that, right? 19, like, 1980s, 1970s. And you said, hey, a movie star wants to go into space or something like that to film a movie. You would have been like. They would laugh at you. They would have like, yo, we're trying to do something serious here. Like, <laughs> I know. We're competing other other countries, other stuff. Now it's just like, well, Tom Cruise wants a piece of us. He's like, he this. just wants to eliminate the whole process of <laughs> green screen. He's like, now I'm in space. Do you think, do you think it's uh uh, what is it? Oh, I think he he's working with one of the directors of Edge of, the director for Edge of Tomorrow. If I'm not mistaken, I forgot the guy's name, but I think he, oh, they work together. See, I, I can't make fun of it as easy. I think if I'm not like mistaken, I, like I was gonna make some serious them. fun of that movie, and then I'm like, now nah, I'm like, darn it. Yeah, that's like a director, but um, yeah, he is. like, do you think it has anything to do with the whole the the military branch that they were they were? Oh, they were, like a space station, a military space, space. What is it? Mil- space. What was it? I know it was like Air Force Space, or not Air Force Space, it's like Space Force or something. Like space that. Force. Right? Space yeah, Force? Yeah, like, I th- <laughs> I'm wondering if they're trying to make a, they're already trying to make a military movie based in Space Force. Yeah. So. Which I think they already have that. Like, as far as, uh, isn't it one with Steve Carell? It comes out this Friday. <laughs> that he's uh he gets assigned to be a, a captain at a space station. In space force <laughs> yeah so so i'm just funny laughing. you say that yeah i can't wait for that i love steve carl no i do too and so i think it's funny that he's just doing that tom cruise he's really going out there he's really that's trained. what i said i think i've said this before in this podcast where it's i feel like most actors you know use like certain things like spa- like you know the ability to go to space all these different things to hone their craft i feel like he how about this? I think most people use resources to develop themselves as actors. Yeah. I feel like he develops himself as an actor so he can use resources. Yeah. Like he doesn't, I don't think he does it for the role. I don't think he does it for like the movie. I feel like in, in at the end of the day, he does not care as much. He just wants to be able to say he did something. Yeah. Like when he jumped off that building in Dubai, where like, yeah, he was because like, I did it. That's what he just you know, wanted to do. You know who's a who's a person that does that? Like mm-hmm. he has a status that he just goes out to movies just to do it. Yeah, but does it in the most like I, f- I feel like the coolest way ever mm-hmm. is Adam Sandler because he makes movies that mm-hmm. goes. I've noticed like the recent movies they always go to like Hawaii and all his friends are in the movie, so they literally just go take a trip to Hawaii to film. That's interesting. I'm, I'm like, look at Fifty First Dates. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, go along with it. Uh, go along with it. Wasn't that? I thought that was in Europe. No, 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 no. That that was uh, another. No, go go along with it. It was the one that he is a uh, a plastic surgeon with Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. and he. Oh yes, 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 yes. He goes sorry, to Hawaii. Yeah, and, like right, the other right. one with the other Jennifer Aniston movie mm-hmm. that they go to Europe. So he like a lot of the movies that he does is he's they he's leave the country. With, he's using it to travel, <laughs> and he uses all his friends in all the movies. And yeah, apparently his wife is in every movie too, right? His wife is in every movie. So yeah. So one movie I noticed that, they, that he wasn't in, that none of them were in, was Uncut Gems. None of the, his friends that were normally in the movie were not in it. Was his wife in it? Nope. I didn't see. I didn't, I, if I did, if she was, I didn't recognize well, her. Well, okay. So that was a movie where he it wasn't his movie. It wasn't was, his movie. He got the role for the he movie. He was an actor in the movie, but it wasn't his movie. Yeah. But all the movies that he does through Happy uh, mm-hmm. Happy Productions, which mm-hmm. one of them we'll talk today about, yeah. it's all they all travel. Even the movie that we're talking today, which we'll mention, uh, there was a tra- yeah, there's uh, travel. What was it called? Uh, Wrong uh, Missy. Wrong Missy. Wrong Missy. Well, we'll talk about it a little bit. He they travel to Hawaii. 
So I feel like that, like he's a cruiser. He has the status and the clout to be like, you know, let's make a movie. But it starts here, but he has to travel <laughs> to you know who he some reminds exotic me of? place. And like, I'm like, I love that. You know who he reminds me of? Um, I, uh, um, Eccles. Uh, what's his name? Jensen she- Eccles. Is it Jensen? Jensen Eccles? The guy from De- Dean from uh, Supernatural. Oh, okay, yeah. No, because I feel like, and again, this is just speculation, but I feel like because he has that, I mean, I mean, I know it's over now, but for a long time he had Supernatural, and that was it. Like, you know, his family was extras in the movie or on the show, or they might have been actors in the show, and basically he just lived in that show. Like, he everything was just about, like, that world, like, he just controlled that world, and that's all he did. He didn't go anywhere Yeah, Jensen else. Eccles. J- Jensen Eccles. And I feel like that's the same thing I, like you're describing Adam Sandler. It's like he has this world that he controls in a sense like that's his production company. So he just does whatever he, whatever he wants, period. And that's the beauty of what he does. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, when he does movies like uh, Uncut Gems, I love movies like that because it almost just shuts people up. Oh, uh, he's amazing in it. But that's what I'm saying is that it shuts people up in the sense of like, oh, well, you know, because like, Adam Sandler, I'm sure he has his like criteria. People obviously love him and think he's yeah. funny, but they don't take him. They don't think he'd be a serious actor, a good actor. And they, like, if you were to say he's a good actor, people might question you on that. So because he does a lot of these slapstick comedies, but then he'll just throw out these movies and just out of nowhere. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> like he just shows his skill. And that's what he just does every couple of years. He'll just, he'll just drop a movie where he just shows his skill set and just be like, okay, now I'm going to do my regular movie. So, yeah. But no, I just, I, I find he's such an interesting character. And I, I love that yeah. whole, that so whole, like, that's, world. That's that he's one part actor of. That, that uses, not uses, but he takes, he, he, he pushes his full advantage, uh, everything he does with his production to help his friends and everybody else with it. Question though, was, um, was Grandma's Boy part of, um, yeah, it was part of his. I thing? think it was part of his thing. Yeah, I think it was because his oh, his whole his whole team was in it. I think it is. That's what I'm saying. The, his team was in it. I know his team was in it because I know the the main actor and then obviously the guy who played he was the drug dealer was his another one of his boys. He was in it. Adam Sandler. He was. Yep. He was when they went to a smoke shop. He was one of the guys banging on the bongos. Oh, you're thinking about the wrong movie. Grandma's boy. No, it's not Grandma's boy. You want to know what movie you're thinking about? What movie? <laughs> the one with uh um uh the one with the the hot chick. The hot chick? Hot chick. Where Yeah, uh, I have the movie. We're gonna watch it. Watch. But you know okay, it was uh this guy switches places with the hot girl. Yeah, uh, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider switches places with the hot girl. He goes into that shop and every time that they're telling a story about the earrings, oh, you just yeah. hear a drum in the background and it's just Adam sound like, oh, you guys could hear that? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, now question. You're going to have to check that one out. All right. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, but as far as every other actor that's in it, like, um, uh, I forgot the guy. Basically, if you look at it, almost every other actor that's in every one of his movies is in that one, too. Yeah. All his friends. Yeah. He always hooks up. He always helps his friends, hooks it up with the job. But going forward with that, yeah, yeah. Uh, changing the pace a little bit. So, yeah. uh, they're seeing that Orlando... Or not, mm-hmm. someplace in Florida, there's going to be one of the largest drive-in theaters that they're building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we, I discussed it with one of our mutual friends, yeah, uh, Jose, and I do agree. I'm like, it's, it, they're taking advantage of social distancing, but 
it's not going to last longer than they expect. They're com- you know what they're converting? They're converting one of the Miami Dolphins uh, theaters as a drive-in theater. But one of the which one theater? Oh, well, one like in Miami. Miami, like more like, well, like a football stadium. Yeah, into a drive-in theater. I like that better than I do the one that you showed me because at least that's kind of enclosed. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're gonna use the because I know they have a huge projection. And I think I don't know if it's on the outside also projecting like signs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're gonna have everybody just park in the parking lot and then use a big sign to project the movie. But I don't know what way they're gonna capacity. Here, but here's my whole argument with that. When I was saying it, I mean. If this is something they did before COVID, like this is an idea they had before COVID, it's one thing. But now that they have this idea because they're trying to compensate for COVID. Yeah. Um, I mean, either way, I just don't think it's it's once you get past nostalgia or the novelty of it, mm-hmm. it's That's not it. a viable option. It's because I, I can see maybe in the time that it originated where that was the thing, you know, maybe... They didn't have places big enough or maybe, I don't know, just there's a lot of variables you can say that that maybe it just didn't work. Yeah. That, that maybe it worked that way. That's why it was so cool back then. But now, I mean, it's all about, to a certain degree, I have a 4K TV at home. Yeah. And I go to the movie theater maybe because I wanted to see it, yeah, in a big screen, but the idea is I would see it a better quality. Yeah. But I can't imagine how much better quality you can get on an outside theater. Not only that is I'm looking it through my own windshield. And listening through your radio, my own speakers, and um, and it's only really going to be as good for the people sitting in the front, rather than just people in the back, because obviously I'm now I'm looking through. Not only I'm looking through the windshield, I'm looking through the seating, and I'm looking through people's, you know, so, people in front of me. Wait, one thing about it, mm. and um, what they're doing, or what, one place that has it is the Swap Shop in South Florida, yeah, that has a driving theater, but. Because we, we go there a lot for Sunday for swap uh, swap meet. Mm-hmm. If you notice, they're hills. Yeah. They purposely did that. Okay, I was wondering So about because that. the cars that, that are parked on a certain line, mm-hmm. they're up, their eyesight is above the cars in front of them. And the cars that are slightly down, mm-hmm. they could see over because the other car's going up. So it's like their angles kind of... The other ones are... So the idea is that you... You drive a little bit up, like you're basically going to be tilted up a little bit. Yeah. When you watch the movie, so you fall back and you see better, maybe I guess. Yeah. So you fall back, and you see. So you're everybody's in a little bit of slight of an okay. angle. Mm-hmm. So you're not cutting in front of the the person in front is not cutting your your view. Okay. But I I just I I'm sorry I just don't see that being a viable option. It's not. Like I said, once it could, pe- I think I think it, it just for the novelty it will last maybe a year, two years. But, then but after that, they have to use it for something else just to get additional income into that. I just feel like once you get past the whole idea of like, oh, cool, I did it. I forgot there was something else that I thought it was like that. Where it's like once you get past the initial idea of like, I did it, then it just it, you no longer care. Yes. So like, yeah, oh, cool. I took uh, you know went to this place, but it doesn't feel like it's gonna be one of those places where you like you go because you build a rapport of that location. Like the same way we had the rapport with AMC at West Oaks. Where it's like we know that theater got upgraded, yeah. we know the seats, we know all that stuff. Like that's how th- I those feel. are all quality things. And now, basically, you're paying you're paying to park somewhere and look at it through through your, your whatever. Which basically you can do at home. Yeah. No, the only people that do benefit from it, mm-hmm. and I've seen them, is that people that come with pickups because they'll park in reverse and they'll just lay out on the back of their bed, and they'll have the radio there, like blasting, and then. 
they're just chilling outside. The only thing you have to take into account is weather, and if it's and if you just want to be in a super dark, cloudy day so you could get the screen, because sometimes I'll, I went there once and it was like dusk and there were still movies going, so you could see you couldn't see the picture well. See, okay, but here's another here's another stigma that that drive-ins have, which I don't know how it's gonna work, especially because I think you said what was it Disney doing it or what? Is it like a Disney thing? Whatever, I don't know. But the other stigma that comes with drive-ins is like promiscuity. So like, oh, I'm going to a drive-in theater because I want to hook up with somebody. Yeah. Like during a movie, which I guess again, you go back to maybe at the time that was a thing, but I don't see that now. Like, yeah, we're so it's so corporatey. I don't see them getting away with that. Like, no, I think there's hidden cameras everywhere. So that's what even hidden cameras, cameras in movie theaters now. Trust me, if I try to, sure. if I try to do something like that in a in a driving theater now, if not security, if I look up, I'm gonna see like about five cameras on me from the other cars. Like, what is going on? Other in people here? just watching you. Yeah, like, what's going on over there? So that's something I don't know. We'll see. But again, I, like I just feel like once you just, eh. Eh. so I'll uh, going on to another subject. What's up? What you got? Uh, Josh Rad. So okay. Josh Rad has this video show called uh Reunited Apart. Reunited Apart. So this okay. this show he he does it's I think he was only has like four episodes up about or mm-hmm. three if I'm not mistaken. So he's he what he does he reunites uh people from movies from his childhood and just ask him questions about it. And everything, and the experience of Bill making the movie, and his favorite parts, and so the first one he did was um, the Goonies. Okay. So he had nearly the entire. I feel cast, like I've seen that. The I entire like cast of the Goonies on. I can't tell you how much I love it. It was really? like it, it was. It, I was so entertained because it, they were because you get a, a insight of what they remember. And like they're like there's you could tell there were like certain things that hit like when he asked questions they're like oh I remember this, and then he had them recite recite lines from the movie, um, but yeah it was just a great interaction he had like the director the producer, uh, the other one he did he did one with Back to the Future and he had Michael J Fox Christopher Lloyd, that was awesome too yeah the one I didn't see was he had Splash, with Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Sorry, Tom Hanks. I'm thinking, we're talking about. Oh, Tom he Hanks. had Tom Hanks on there. He had Tom Hanks. So, and uh, what's her name? Um, wow, she was famous back then. Um, um, I, I I know who she is, and like I'm blanking now that I'm thinking about it. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Yeah, yeah. Daryl Hannah was the ish back then. Like yeah. Like, so so the next one he's coming up with, which I can't wait to see, it was Lords of the Rings. See that one's at least a little bit more updated. That's more like, current, but yeah. I just want to see. I just want to see what he's gonna bring because it's everybody's just on a webcam and they're just talking about the whole experience, and he just brings one person to the other. Mm. Um, well, this is a current like this. This is a current iteration. Like this is oh, this is because of everything's going on. He's, yeah. he's doing it because that's why I think it's a great opportunity. He does. To do this he does like stuff. a Zoom chat. He does a Zoom chat with everybody. No, because mm-hmm. I, what was it? There's there's a lot of stuff like like obviously you're getting a lot of the what is it community got together obviously the office got together like as far as people doing Zoom chats to yeah. have conversations like that but well the office one was because John Krasinski that's had right no that's right some good news which he already ended it yeah oh he ended the show the show yeah because it was only because of the, he did like for eight weeks I mean but technically it's still I mean I, 
they're still locked down, especially in California. Yeah, I think he, he was like, this is his last show, but I think he's going to keep it open. And then people, ever since he did that show, like other people did their own versions of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the office one. But I, the Lords of the Ring ones, I can't wait to see. So what do you want to see? Who do you want to see put together? If it, if it had like an old cast. Like, yeah, just any cast. Ooh, that's a, all right. So Josh Frad would have to do, Josh Frad would be listening. Hopefully they'll get to you. Uh, you should put together. Damn, because he he hit two of my favorite movies, which is the Goonies. That would have to be. I don't know if it's iconic enough because I don't remember anybody coming out of that movie that like succeeded into a few things. Yeah, but think about it. The even Sandlot. It- that was like. But not many actors that I remember in the movie followed up that I could remember. Like, well, off. didn't didn't one of the actors just do uh, a song with Logic? Yeah, he, he was <laughs> he played Logic in his music video. Um, I don't really. Like, I mean, even Goonies. Goonies only had like what two actors that 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 made something out of it. No, a lot of them. No, who? I mean, think about it. Well, no, you're, well, there was a lot of them. Did he? Did they bring back um this kid? Who? Um. Corey, Corey, Hel- Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman was on it. Okay. They had Josh Broden. Josh Broden. Yeah. They had uh, the girl, Molly Ringwald. Not Molly Ringwald. Oh, Marlon uh, was Who did they have? They had a. That's what I'm saying. Those two, those two girls in that show. The, the blonde one, I think, did some stuff. She was in Two Hundred Cigarettes. I remember that. Uh, Sean Astin. Well, yeah, Sean Astin. That's what I'm saying. Sean Astin is one of the most. John Aston and obviously Thanos, whatever. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. They're like, I think they're most um, famous ones out of that that, that thing. Because, I mean, even even Corey, Corey Feldman, although he is famous, he is not necessarily successful right now. Yeah, he, he's not in the current scene of movies. Exactly. Like, he is famous for just because his name is iconic, but not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, because he was like the 80s poster because child. I was going to say another one that I would love to see, but I don't know how it would show up. And unfortunately... Not a lot of the cast is still is, is still alive, I guess. Yeah, right? would have been uh, Lost Boys. Lost Boys, yes. Lost Boys and um, uh, man, I was just thinking about it. Who? Tell me. Oh man, oh man, why am I blank? Oh, a uh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride, yes. Princess Bride, but the thing is, um, yeah, who else is? I know, obviously, Andre the Giant's not alive. I wonder if everybody else is. Oh, you know which one would be a good one. Mm. Uh, other than Goonies, it would be either the cast of E.T. Possibly, that'd be difficult. Or oh no, the Breakfast Club, that would be a cool one. That'd be that would be cool. That, I, that, that's a, you I know what it's because that's a very specific cast and they're very iconic in the people. Yeah, right. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for for uh, nostalgic old movies that the characters are super iconic. Not that yeah. the movie itself was good, but that the characters are super like man. I know that guy from this. I know that guy from this. I know that girl from this. You know, like yeah, or um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, hmm. or Coming to America. What? <laughs> it will be like three actors because uh, 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 they're all they all uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Arsenio Hall play like nine nine characters. Yeah, in that but movie. there's still there's a lot. <laughs> Let's just be them too. Like, um, uh, what was it Earl Jones? Oh no, he passed away, didn't he? James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. I don't. Did he? I don't know, maybe I'm just making the Karate about. Kid. That would be a good one. To, but this, how many characters would would you really want to see in that one? 
Well, a lot of them. Maybe two for sure, but at least a few of them are back. Are still doing movies. Are still well, they're the doing show, that TV show. The TV show. <laughs> no, you got to think of something that's really like I'll pull, I'll pull the strings. I'll pull those like uh, nostalgic strings. And you know what's funny? The never-ending th- story. Hmm. Just because they didn't, maybe most of them didn't follow into the. Community. I've seen. Have you? I've seen pictures of, um, Atreyu and the princess. Mm-hmm. Like, now that they're older, which oh. is cool. Um, yeah, I think Princess Bride is is the top there, or the Gremlins. Just, just want to see the just because of. The but then stuff again, it goes back to the same question: Who would you want to see from that that was iconic? Because the most iconic character Gizmo. from that is Gizmo. True. The the guy in the movie, although you know who he is, he's not really like as iconic. Like, I would, I, you know, as much as I like him and obviously like the movies, I don't necessarily, like, think of him when I think of Gremlins. I think of, like, Gizmo. Um, but, no, you see, the Sandlot was a good one. Yeah. The Sandlot was a really uh, great reference to it. I'm trying to think of another one that has like, that kind of, like, and it's usually child, like, kid movies, stuff like that, like, movies. Short like, Circuit, stuff like that. See, but then again, That's I can't a- think of anybody from Short Circuit. No. Yeah. Um, Who? Uh, Steven, he played in Police Academy. But that again, aside from him, and he wasn't even in part two. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was not he, in part two. He was a partially in part two. He was never in part two. Oh, no, it was his assistant. <laughs> Damn it, I keep forgetting. Um, Sorry, guys. But yeah. Oh, no, I got one for you. Oh. Um, well, let's no, no, wait, wait. Something a little bit more modern and a little out of the box, but I still would like to see it. Um, uh, Oh my gosh! Why am I blanking on this? Uh, the one with Ryan Reynolds that he's a college student that Van Wilder. Van Wilder. I would love to see Van Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> or even uh, if you're gonna push even past the '80s, like Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin and the whole family. Wow. I would, I would want. That would be an interesting one to see. I think I would like to see Macaulay Culkin and the and the the robbers. Yeah, like everybody, yeah. even them. <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. That's like that's a good that's a good question. Who would you want to see get together now? On a Zoom chat and just talk about just that talk one about film that they all worked collectively in and their something that that, that 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 molded your childhood. Yeah. There'd be a lot. There'd be. I, well, because uh, there's animated series, so there's nobody in animated that you would no, use. I know. But yeah, I think Home Alone hits that one. Home Alone's a good one. Home Alone's a real good one. But I'm trying to think, what if a, what, okay, something in the last 20 years. In the last 20 years. 20 years, yeah. Ooh, 20 years. Oh, I got one for you. What? Um, but it's not like a necessary. Hackers. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a cool one. That's not even that's why wow, I think that might be older than twenties, but that's a good it, one. Though. It's I think it just hits on the twenty year because I think I think it came in ninety eight, so I'm like two years off. What about the Matrix? Ooh, yeah. Damn, that's bad. <laughs> I think it's a little bit over twenty years. Ninety nine, no. not a year. Oh yeah, a year. But yeah, the Matrix. Matrix. That would be. That would be the ultimate Zoom chat. <laughs> what Literally, is your like ultimate in the movie? background, you just see the little Guys, pixels. Please let us know who's your ultimate Zoom chat movie 
that like you would re- want to like do. reunited. Yeah, that you would like to be uh, reunited apart from. All right, so mm-hmm. we'll take a quick break and we'll come back for Nick's movie review. Yes, yes. All right, everyone, welcome back to Nick's movie review. So, be honest, does Nick's have the same kind of whatever as Nicodemus? I say you say Nicodemus. I call you Nicodemus. Yeah, but Nick's Nick's movie review. Nick's movie review. All right, so let's do this. All right, so let's let's see what movies we we got to enjoy. Well, this let's week. talk about the movie that you that I didn't get to see. I just want to get your experience on it first before we go okay. forward to the other ones because I know we're going to be more talking back and forth on it. Okay, so straight off and down, I am up for supporting the new system of the VOD. Well. Uh, movie access, I guess it's called. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to find mo- titles that I can watch, especially, you know, titles I can watch with my nieces. So I rented Scooby-Doo. And I paid 20 bucks and everything else. And I, I, don't get me wrong, I figured they were going to like it, their kids. But I was a little skeptical. I'm like, eh, not that I wasn't going to do it. I was still going to do it no matter what. But I was still skeptical about, like, how good it was going to be. Because mm-hmm. it's Scooby-Doo. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just, Scooby. Yeah. But I still did it. And you know something? I actually enjoyed it. Oh, you did? Yeah. And it wasn't... I mean, the storyline was simple enough. It was cool. But it wasn't the storyline itself. It was the the cameos. Oh, the cameos was what made the movie? For me, because I grew up with Hannah Barbera. Hannah Barbera? Yeah. Hannah Barbera. What do you call it? Um, Like, I grew up on those cartoons. And um, they had a lot of cameos with, with cartoon characters. So, like, obviously, you know, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Right? Um, but then they had uh, Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Oh, really? Yes. They're in the they're in the poster. If you look at it, the superheroes in the poster. Yeah. In, and the thing is, it looked like they looked up every Hanna-Barbera cartoon that had a dog reference in it. Mm-hmm. So, now, okay. So, they had Blue Falcon. They had Dino Mutt. Um, they also had um, Dirty uh, Dick Dastardly. <laughs> And Muttley. Uh, and they gave them new looks. Yeah. They kind of gave them more modernized like looks. More updated looks. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Like, not really, like, they didn't change their demeanor. Like, you still looks like the character. So, it wasn't anything like they didn't try to revamp it to the point where it's not recognizable. Yeah. But they just kind of gave them a modern look. And you can still tell it was them. Um, They had a, a Captain Caveman. <laughs> oh. Guess who is the voice of Captain Caveman? Who? Tracy Morgan. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect. You got now. I want to watch the movie. Just but that's what that. I'm saying is like I'm not gonna sit there and tell you the movie was like this wonderful thing. It was a cartoon. It was simple. It was cool. Um, it was just the cameos for me, man. Every time I saw There's a character, how was it? Like honestly, I was waiting for. Were you giddy every time you saw a character you recognized from your childhood? I was giddy when I heard because it didn't actually happen until, until like later in the movie. I was giddy. When Muttley laughed, because that's my favorite thing in existence to hear that dog laugh, especially when he was watching Crazy Races. <laughs> yeah, like that. It's like under the breath, like, yeah. like oh my. <laughs> I loved it, man. I just loved it. Oh, man. You know, I'm about to be 40 years old, and I felt like I was four years old. Oh, you know what? That's how I felt. Going back to our last section, that's how I felt 
with the Goonies. I felt like it was a like I was 15 again watching the movie for the first time when they were all talking about it. So I know that I know that nostalgic feeling. I just loved it. It's just like ah, so good for the soul. I mean, like, obviously, my nieces enjoyed it. it was a cartoon, but it was just like it just felt like they, it was they like, don't know how, how how it hit you differently that they honestly because I think Hanna Barbera also owns the rights to Tom and Jerry. I wish they would have had Tom and Jerry in there. Like, not even that made sense. I don't even care if it makes sense. Just show me. Just Tom a little Jerry. bit. Just a little bit of Tom and Jerry. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I, and it's funny because I was, uh, somebody was asking me, like, why am I paying 20 bucks to watch this? I'm like, listen, right now I'm in a current situation where I'm blessed to still be working. Um, I'm not, I'm working from home, which means I don't have to spend money on a lot of different things that I normally would have to spend money on. Yeah. So I have the extra money and. I wanted to support something that I want to continue, which is yeah. being able to watch movie movies that would have normally gone to movie theater at home. And like my next investment is going to be on the biggest TV I can possibly afford. 139 inch TV. <laughs> well, yes, because I can afford it. Doesn't, say, like, <laughs> doesn't mean I, I need a wall big enough to mount it. Yeah, you go to quarter and quarter on your wall. Oh, my gosh. hundred and no, no. Eight, I think 85 would be my limit. What's another what? 60 inches yeah that's a wall that's fine. that's what it is you say like what is another that's a whole like it's <laughs> a whole entire wall tony get away from me on that like. no so that was again if you grew up in there if you're like around my age or something like that where those cartoon characters mean something or something like that it's cool to watch it especially if you got kids they're gonna love that movie no matter what so i suggest if you miss those characters it's something you can enjoy with your kids um, how many Nickies you give it? I feel bad because I don't want to like. I don't. I don't think it should be judged on the same level as a regular movie. But <laughs> you're treating it differently. No, because obviously it it's affecting me because of nostalgia. I'm not gonna yeah. grade. It's never gonna grade nostalgia or something because it's story. Not, only based on story only. Again, it's a cartoon. I feel like it's so weird to grade it, but uh, you know something. I'm gonna give it a simple two three, and a half. Two and a half. I want to give it a three. But obviously they could have they could have made a lot of things better. But it's a cartoon, so I don't want to try to. Okay, we graded we grade it onward. So I like the story of Scooby Doo better in Supernatural than I did in this one. How was that? How's that? Okay, that says a lot. Yeah, <laughs> this is a lot. A lot. <laughs> so Nikki gives the Nikki's two and a half Nikki's two and a half Nikki's to the. But if you're somebody who likes those characters, I think you're gonna enjoy it a lot more. Okay. Um, okay, so that was that one. Uh, which one do you want to discuss next? Uh, whichever. Okay, so let's one. talk about the one that technically we should have talked about last time. Um, the Wrong Missy. The Wrong Missy. Which, you know, what really surprised me about this movie is that it's not that I hated it. It's that a lot of other people liked it a lot more than I thought they would have liked it. Yeah, that is on point. I am so surprised by it. And again, it's not that I hated it. It's... Is, okay, so let me go through the story real quick so I can give you guys a rundown of the story and then I can tell you what it is about the story or how it was done that I was a little skeptical about. Okay, so story is, um, starts off with this, uh, what's his, what's the guy's name? Um, Davis, uh, Davis Snyder. Davis Spade. Davis Spade. David Spade. David Spade is out here. He's on a date with this girl um, for the first time. She obviously is very unorthodox. She's very bizarre. She's over the top, you know. So he tries to avoid her at all costs. So that was, and you know, obviously things happen on his date that just did not end well for him as far as his perspective on this woman. 
So that ends, and then he later on, time passes, and he meets basically the woman of his dreams. Yeah, and they, I guess, they happen to have the same name. Um, yeah, and he, so he, so when he as a boomer, he mis- mixed up <laughs> the names. So um, that's right. That's okay. Just keep telling the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no I'm, just, I'm just giving the highlights of it. So yeah, eventually, you basically, told the, the five first five minutes. No, that's a. Tw- I'm telling you what the movie's about. Like that's. I'm not. I'm not giving away anything. So yeah, obviously the 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 the, the main the cruxes of the, the the thing is, he goes to an event that he wants to invite the girl of his dreams to, and he ends up calling the wrong Missy. Yeah, and that's basically the premise of the thing. Now, let me tell you what I guess what, what issues I have with the movie first. Okay. Um, this is, I'd rather talk. I'd rather talk positively for the rest of this after after get rid of the negative parts of it. Yeah. Okay. So they're obviously in all these movies. There's always kind of like a system, right, where a person goes through a change, a metamorphosis, whatever. That's because that's usually the fun about it. Yeah. Because you're on a journey with them. Exactly. Perfect example with something. Um, one of my favorite ones is Along Came Polly. Right. The yeah. guy is a nervous wreck. You know, he plans everything. He worries about everything, but he's very, very planned, very organized, whatever kind of person. He meets yeah. somebody who is very calculated, very calculated. And he, he meets somebody who is completely opposite. And he still finds himself attracted to her. And obviously there's a metamorphosis where this person finds out he was a different person the whole time. Yeah. Type thing, right. But the thing with this one is I never they never really showed him to be very anything at the beginning of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like. They didn't really show anything that changed at, towards the end. Yeah. Because uh, the interactions that technically he has that are new and different at the end of the movie, they didn't exist at the beginning of the movie. Uh, you know, it's yeah. like the relationships that technically changed or maybe improved at the end of the movie. Again, the same relationships did not exist. So they didn't show him as a coward or somebody who got bullied and he stood up for himself or somebody who always tried to do the right thing and then goes a little crazy at the end. Type, you know, those kind of scenarios. Yeah. I just felt like it just, you know, he met this person. He had one opinion about this person. That opinion changed. And the movie. Yeah. But again, that's my hangups. But the movie does have comedy in it, man. I'm not going to lie. I love no. um, the new actress. I, I haven't seen her in a lot of things, but I've seen her recently in some stuff. Um, the girl who plays Missy. Yeah. I got her name for you. But while I look up her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing is, I, 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 when I was watching this movie, I was like, "Wow, it was something." It wasn't that it was a bad movie. It just felt like David Spade's character was off for me. In the sense, I'm like, "Wow, I feel like this role was meant for Adam Sandler, and they gave it to David Spade." Because, like, like if if Adam Sandler would have done that, I was like, I don't know why. I just think his approach would have been slightly different. But even Adam Sandler did his own version of this movie. Yeah, and that's why I don't think he he probably didn't do it. But no, I, I think it was designed. I felt like it was designed for David Spade you because think? you know why? Because he needed a character who was, um, I guess, more physically f- uh, less intimidating. Lauren Lapkus. Lauren Lapkus. Yeah, I like her. I don't know why she like. She's very physical comedy, and I don't know why. And with a lot of female mean? actresses, you don't see that as much right now. She was in a movie. I'm trying to remember what it I know was. she was in the Sherlock Holmes movie, which obviously wasn't a good movie. Yeah. But I still think I liked her, like, in the movie. Well, she was also in The Big Bang Theory, Orange is the New Black, Jurassic okay. World. She was in Blended. She was? Yeah, she was in Blended. 
She was at the Holmes and Watson, the Will Ferrell. That was when I was telling you that she was in a good movie, but I liked her in it. Like, she was just bizarre. And that's what I think. She's just a very bizarre character who plays it well. Um, There was a lot of cameos in this one, too. There's a lot of cameos. I, I... all right, so going into the good parts of the because the bad parts I have in the movie was like, um, like how you say the journey of the the main protagonist didn't really carry over. Didn't feel right. Didn't feel right. Um, I I felt a little bit of the humor or the comedy as like punchlines mm-hmm. that they try to hit were forced. Yeah, she was like it, it was like they played it too broad, like. The who like, she, oh, the way she played at the beginning of the movie, the the it completely changed. Yeah, like she was way calmer towards the end. Like it was like basically they almost seemed, and it seemed like no, she wasn't like that. She was like this, but she's calm. Like then you get a little bit of a background to it, and it yeah. justifies it. But she was really over the top at the beginning. Yeah, so I that's what I'm saying. It just it it, it 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 took me for it took me for like. A turn, I'm like, uh, like she left a bad, t- like not her as an acting, but I think that the character itself left a bad taste. I'm like, oh, what the hell is wrong with her? Like, that's what I'm but then I'm like, oh, now you're creating a backstory with her, but it it wasn't portrayed from the beginning that it was that. And also, did they ever touch on the fact that she had like, I think there was a main running point where she seemed to have like a bunch of careers or something. Like that. Yeah, but they never touched on it. They just. Kept on adding to it, but she never actually like said, "Oh, like I did it because of this, or I do it because of that." I think she just no, no, they did. Oh, they did. They okay, did. I'm not. I'm going they, to, but they, I just they, was wondering if they did. They did mention it on why, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So, but the good parts of the the thing is that the jokes that did hit hit hard, yeah. like were funny as hell. Like, and even her character, there was moments I'm like, I laugh, but I, sometimes I even laugh because of David Spade's reactions or his mm. response or how he, how he receives information of that joke yeah. or whatever the situation he's put in and he responds to it. I thought it was funny. I, I think he should do more movies. Though. You know, okay, I let think. me ask a question. So, is it me or I felt like because I've seen these actors in other things now. Not like 20 years ago. I'm talking about like now. Like, obviously, David Spade has a TV show right now, right, currently right now on, on uh, setting out, uh, Comedy Central. Yeah. Um, and I've seen like uh, all these other actors on different things recently, but in this movie they look terrible. Yeah. Like, but like it kind of reminded me when I watched uh, uh, Jane Silent Bob. Like it was just like why do these people? I mean, I get they're older, but they look terrible. They look way. They were too look very tired. Yeah, like David Spade looked better in a movie that came out a couple years ago. The one with him and Adam Sandler. Um, I forgot the name of that one was. I think it was Better Off Dead or something like that. Um. But he looked different than then. This one, he just... The person that got me... That might call my attention the most was uh, Schwartz. Oh. Uh, Nicholas Schwartz, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was... Just, he looked like he just came off a bender. <laughs> yeah, he did. I'm just like... He was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, his jokes, some of the stuff that he would say, like, he was... It was funny. He just looked... They just... I'm saying, there's a lot of people... that like this. Everybody else looks terrible except for Adam Sandler's wife. Yeah. I was like, wow. Definitely. She, yeah, she looked amazing. Um, so I just, I don't know. I don't know if that was, that was done on purpose as kind of like for, for, for fun, but just something I noticed, but yeah, definitely, you know, I'll say it's, it's not going to hurt. This is a good movie to watch like on a Saturday afternoon. If you got not much to do and you just want to watch something like to laugh at, this is a great movie to watch. Yeah. It's a, but it's entertaining. It's not going to be trying to, what, what can I compare it to? It's not going to be grandma's boy. Obviously it's not going to be. Oh no, not. 
Hammer's Boys. No, I can't even touch that. No, I think it was. I think this is more comparable to something like Blended. Because Blended, 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 Blended wasn't. Blended was entertaining enough. Yes. Yes, it wasn't. I think Blender was really funny. It, but this is the type of movie that it's you can like watch. It's kind of a throwaway it, comedy. Yeah, throwaway comedy, and you can mm. watch it once and yeah, throw it yeah. away. The not like Fifty First Dates. That, that oh I man, go, no, I, I could watch it fifty one times and not be tired of it. That's that's my um that's my forever in love test. <laughs> if you can, if watch. that girl wants, if that like, you know how some girls I think test guys based on the Notebook. Yeah. This is my notebook. <laughs> the 51st <laughs> Dates is your notebook? 51st Dates is my notebook, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so let's go with the Nickies. I drum roll, give it two and a half Nickies. That's what I give it. I enjoyed it. It was funny. You'll laugh. Um, cameos are cool. But, man, I just, even for something like this, I felt I could have done better. Yeah, and again, this is this is me holding at a very low, low bar. Like I thought that they could have they could have achieved it. I guess the storyline could have been better. Yeah, based off the trailer itself, I was like, I know it's going to be entertaining. I know it's going to have some jokes. Uh, it did a little bit better than I thought. I thought it was going to come. No, in, I, guess, yeah. I, I thought I was going to come in at, out at a one point five, but it impressed me enough to get to a two point five. Well, it's not even that. It was like I told you earlier. Uh, it was like it was not Jack and Joe status oh yeah that was bad and you know what's really sad is that was the first time they introduced a spanish actor and i felt like he is so funny the spanish comedian i forgot his name but he is so funny like he should have deserved a better role like yeah especially if you're gonna if this is kind of that movie that introduces him to the american audiences jack and jill he should have been introduced in another movie because yeah. he's he's a really funny guy and i think he would you know he would have done better if you had another movie to introduce oh him eugenio debers yes but he had he had all right. So he had another movie called How to Be a Latin Lover. Yeah, with uh, Summer Hayek. Summer Hayek, yeah. and even that one, mm-hmm. he was kind of funny. I know it but, was, and I think I'm like, if but who did he have to play against? That's the thing. There was no other comedians in that movie. No, but that's the best part. That if you're not, if you're the only comedian in it, mm-hmm. you should shine. And I think he didn't shine enough for me to to be like, oh, I want to see him in another comedy. But if you watch like his stuff, like in, like his own, remember his like because I grew up with him. I remember the TV show that that he used to do like a a skit show in Spanish in um in Spanish TV. Oh yeah, was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name. But yeah, he was really funny, and he had his he had his parts. He has a good way of, of playing because I, there was a movie that but he also did Overboard, which bombed. Uh, yeah, but that's because oh, that's what I'm saying. I think there's he's a horrible. Indoor, he's in, he was in Dora the Explorer, which bombed. These are movies that are not they're gonna bomb, not because of him. They're no, but bomb. It, it, but that's the thing. If 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 mm. Jack and Jill bombed because he was in it, granted he might have not had the major role. Latin Lover was lackluster, mm. and then one that he's another title movie, Overboard still bombed. Yeah, but. Overboard was not ever gonna be good. Like Overboard is a remake of a movie that even the original wasn't that funny. Yeah, the original was okay, because that, but it wasn't that as funny. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I think I think he he had better. He should have a better opportunity. But anyways, well, we went we are. <laughs> I know I know. It's cool. I just I just felt like how I felt about him, and I w- I really wish they gave him a better opportunity with other movies. But we do have one more movie that we one definitely last want to discuss. movie one good movie that we want to discuss. Okay. 
So the movie is Lovebirds. Lovebirds. And it has a uh, future Marvel star. What's his name again? Come on, Nick. You got this. Let's Don't, let's think about uh, you're it. the one doing the research. Kumal Nanjani. Kumal, Kumal Nanjani. What was he from before this? He was he was um in uh Silicon the Silicon Valley. That's right. Okay. No, I don't know why I thought he did another. He was a uh, what was his name? Um I'm trying to remember his name already. He was really funny in that show. Gane- uh, Ganesh 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 yeah. Yeah. He was Ganesh in it. Yeah, he was really funny. I mean, especially in that that show he was hilarious. Oh yeah. So, and I think he's been playing for comedy now. So this is, I think this is his first role where he's kind of playing the leading man character. His, well, well, he was in Stuber. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, a leading man in the sense of like, this is, I don't know if this is when he got like fully cut. No, he was in The Big Sick. That's another one that he started. No, no, I'm saying, but this, I think this is the movie, one of the first movies that he started. Because remember, now he got jacked like. That was oh a big, yeah, for that for, he got the Eternals. for Marvel, yeah, for Eternals, right? So I think this is right before that. So you could kind of start seeing him like bulk up, yeah, fit. So I, that's what I'm saying. I think he played more of a leading, tend to play like more of a leading man character. In this yeah, one. but this movie was good. It was, it was good. Um, I enjoyed it. The only let's go, let's go with the negatives first. Well, let, you want to tell the story first? All right, yeah, tell the story. Okay, go ahead, uh, Nick. <laughs> All right, so this movie's about uh, a couple. Um, obviously, you know, they've been together for a minute. They're going through their issues. and But in the midst of all this, they end up um, interacting with uh, a gentleman who killed somebody using their car. So that person leaves, and they're stuck with, and they're, you know, they're stuck with the, the thinking that the cops are coming after them because... Somebody died with yeah. their car. So they're in the middle of like a whodunit cat. Uh, yeah, cat, cat mouse cat whodunit. Mouse so yeah, they, they all of a sudden figure out that like, listen, if you know, if we go to the cops now, they're gonna think that we're guilty because they you know ran off. So they decided they're gonna go investigate to see who actually did it, so they can turn that person in, so they can go free. Yeah. So again, they like you said, it goes to the whodunits. So they go start looking to you know back and forth to figure out who did it and all that stuff. So it was it was funny. Don't get me wrong. Once. Once the whole situation started, it was funny. I enjoyed it. It was like the comments they make to each other, like the things they get themselves into, stuff like that was was funny. Um, the only thing that I didn't really care for was, not that I didn't care for, I just felt like it could have done, been done better. They were so charismatic kind of to each other and they were very funny that when they were fighting, it didn't feel like fighting. No, I thought they were still like joking, and I was like, "This was supposed to be a fight so severe that they broke up," but I didn't, I didn't get that tone from them. Yeah, like I didn't get that feeling, like the, the like when you get in a fight in a relationship, and it's like that yeah. to the point that it's a breaking point. Yeah, they still meet it at a comic relief. That's what the, it felt the, like. The banter, the banter back and forth. Was like not believable. No, I just, I mean, it just felt it like it was feel, more. It, it didn't feel authentic. It's not necessarily that it felt unbelievable or authentic. It's more like it just didn't feel believable to what they were trying to convince you it was. Yeah, but which was supposed to be a. It's supposed a, to be a serious, serious argument. A serious conversation, a serious dilemma that they're facing internally, emotionally, physically, whatever it is. Yeah. And like I said, it wasn't authentic. It wasn't like an actual fight that then eventually they get in, lead into other situations. 
Yeah. But I felt like they would just had cross buddy buddy. It it felt like uh um, again the whole transition. They didn't really have a place to go because they didn't really have a good starting point. Yeah. Like um like I said, if they would have just played a little bit more serious, I felt that the whole them changing thing because they did that that well would have definitely played better. Yeah. No, they, but they was man, they were such funny parts though. Like, um, you know, just like the one in the theater. Oh yeah. And like the way they reacted to things, the way they commented, like they were funny. They were funny as a group, as a couple. And I think that maybe that might be what happened. Maybe they just so they play off each other so well that they. It just came off more as more. them being more satirical and funny versus them being actually having a serious argument. Yeah. So that is on on you hit on the spot. <laughs> so yeah. you know it was definitely a good movie. I was excited to watch it and I was happy that I got to. And I think most, I think if you have an opportunity, you should go check it out. Um, they are both funny characters. They play very well. Um, the develop the story development was decent enough from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I felt the characters did have a little bit of growth throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jokes, the underlining jokes, were there mm-hmm. that I'm like, if you sometimes you might get it, sometimes I might miss. But overall, I I was thoroughly entertained, like throughout the whole movie. You know what's what's funny but is it, like it, the, it didn't. The, here's here's one movie mm-hmm. that didn't succeed or didn't like under. Like undercut the thought what I was going to like it came exactly how I thought the movie was gonna be. Yeah, it hit like exact mark. I'm like, all right, I'm expecting this movie, and I got that movie. It was yeah. not like a movie's like, oh, it's better than I expected, or was it worse than I expected? No, it was it's just, just, it's just I, funny. I, I, just as I expected. So okay, let me ask a question. I know where I stand on it, but let's say if we were going to compare this movie to another similar situational movie, yeah, the one I was thinking about was. Um, the one with Steve Carell and um, what's her name? The, the one for Saturday Night Live. Out of Towners? No, not Out of Towners. Is it Out of Towners? Where there is like Date Night or something? I think it's Date Night. Yeah, but what was the name of the actress? Um, she's in like all these different. She's she's huge. Oh, man, why am I blanking on her name? You're blanking on a lot of movies. I, I don't know what's wrong with me lately. Um. I, I feel like everybody who's listening to this Dating is yelling. It was that Tina Fey. Tina Fey. I feel like that I, was way better. You think that was way better? I thought the I, ending was was yeah. I thought I thought I, the movie, there was some funny parts, especially the one with Mark Wahlberg, that was hilarious. I, th- I thought it was funny. Er, I guess it was. Ish. It was funnier, but I like the ending of this one better than I like that one. Yeah, I, agree. I feel like the ending of that one was a little. I don't know. I don't know. It, whatever it was, but uh, yeah, that's the one I would compare it to for this one because obviously they're. Same situation, couple going through a situ- uh, bad situation falls into like this huge thing and then escalates. Yeah, exactly. So, eh. but uh, I give this movie three nickies. Yeah, same here. Three nickies. Three so, nickies. So please check it out. It's on Netflix. They're uh, both on Netflix. Wait, is it both? On um, Netflix? Uh, yeah, they're both on Missy Netflix. Yeah, and, and um, this one are both on Netflix. Netflix. That's a Netflix exclusive. Netflix is long, stepping up because long missy. Oh, you know we haven't we haven't done this in a while, but I definitely saw a trailer that really piqued my interest, and I want to mention it to you. Um, you have to look it up. It's the one with um, man. Now I'm blanking. I hate this. Well, it's, well tell me after the show. No, no, no. no. Uh, but I want people to check this out. Oh, okay, because yeah. I sent it to you. It's uh, hold on. 
Yeah, all right, guys. So as Nick is looking through the movies, uh, our next what's our next movie you think we're gonna review? I'm not sure. I have to see what's uh what's. Oh, we're right gonna now. review Uncut Gems next week because Nikki hasn't seen it, and I just no. saw it today, and I now want to watch it again. No. Oh, uh, so I got the name. It's uh the Old Guard, the with, Old Guard with uh, Charlize Theron. All right. Have you not seen the trailer I sent you? No. Wow. Want me to tell you what about what's about? No, I, I want to see the trailer first. Okay. So Old Guard with Charlize Theron. Yes. All right, guys. So, as always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can always find us on our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nerds in the City. Right, Nick? Yes, sir. And like always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>